among the worlds, and perhaps the genius of Shuthdar could open the way. So Shuthdar laboured and made that forbidden thing, an opening device in the form of a golden flute. Its beauty and perfection surpassed even the dreams of its maker. The flute was more precious to him than anything he had ever made. He stole it, opened a gate and fled back to Santhanar. But Shuthdar made a fatal mistake. He broke open the way between the worlds. The tale was familiar to everyone in the hall, but the crowd was silent and attentive. Leon did not relax for a moment. The story was hours long, and before it was done, he would need every iota of his teller's voice. That almost magical ability of great talesmiths to move their audience to any emotion they desired. It was an art that could not be taught, though the masters tried hard enough. Leon met the eyes of the assembly, one by one, as he told the tale. Everyone in the room knew that he spoke just to them. The opening shocked Arkan. That frigid world of sulphur-coloured snow, oily bogs and black, luminous flowers to its core. The Charon hunted Shuthdar to Santhanar bringing with them a host of Akim that they had enslaved at the dawn of time. All came naked and empty-handed, for any object taken from one world to another might mutate in treacherous ways. The Charon must leave behind their constructs, mighty engines of transformation or destruction, and rely on older powers. And Talalami, its rain-drenched forests and towering mountains, the antithesis of Arken, was also threatened by the opening. The Faelum, a small doer folk, for whom the universe was but an illusion made by themselves, selected their best to put it right. Faelamor it was who led them so proudly to Santhanar. Neither did they bring any weapons. Their powers of the mind were such that on their own world they needed nothing more. Shuthdar was hunted across the lands and down the grinding centuries, fleeing through gate after gate, and wherever he went he brought strife. But finally he was driven into a trap. At last Leon came to the climax of his long, long tale, the part that would turn the histories upside down. He took a deep breath, searching the faces for a sign that they were with him, the longing for their approval was a physical ache. But they were a true chanthad audience, both reserved and highly critical. They would give nothing until they had judged the whole. In his prime, using the stolen flute, Shuthdar could escape any enemy. But he had lived to a tremendous age. His very bones had shrunk and twisted. His once clever hands were no more use than paws. Now he was trapped, and he knew it was the end. Sick with fear and self-loathing, he huddled under a log in a scrap of forest, clawing out beetles and roaches and snapping them up, more a hyena than a man. Only now, as he looked back over his epic life, did Shuthdar realise where he had gone wrong. It was not enough that he had been the greatest craftsman of his age, or any age. No. He must gloat over the priceless treasure that he had, that only he could have made, that had changed the face of the three worlds. 
There were times he would boast aloud, when there was no one to hear. But even the inanimate earth had ears for such a secret, and his enemies always found him again. For half a millennium they had hunted him across Santhanar. Now they were all around, and he had no will to defy them. As he spoke, Leon scanned the stolid figures, searching for a crack in their reserve, something to inspire him to that ultimate peak of the storyteller's art. He was sure that they approved of the telling so far, but would they accept the new ending? And then he found what he was looking for. At the back, he made out a single pale face in the crowd, a young woman staring at him so hard that it burned. He had moved one person at least. Leon used all the magic of his voice and spoke directly to her.